This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, this is not about statues anymore. It's not about masks. It's not even about police reform, police brutality. It's not even about what happened to George Floyd. This has morphed into something entirely different, and I would hate to see you fighting yesterday's battle today. Today's battle today is what we have to fight. I'm going to give you a battle plan today to fight back. Things we can do to stop what's going on right now. The attacks on everything around us. The republic, the culture, the country, everything. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online data from snooping, prying eyes. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Hey, Fine, sir. Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? You doing good? Yeah, good. I know Joe just joined yeah. Parlor too. That's his. Uh, yes, we'll get I that did. account out for you uh, tomorrow. So uh, fight back. Go to Parlor. Fight the tech tyrants yes, too today. We'd really appreciate that. I am, of course, an owner over there. All right, folks, I got a lot <laughs> to get to today, including some update. Another update on the FBI just found, air quotes, more information about Mike Flynn, crazy how that stuff keeps showing mm -hmm. up. Today's show brought to you by our friends right. at AMAC. Listen, we're living in trying times. Everybody knows that. Being a conservative puts you under fire, but we are not alone. Stand with our friends and people who stand with us. And one group stands out, AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. AMAC is a conservative alternative. Do you know those other 50 plus groups? They don't stand with us then. AMAC does. Joining AMAC not only gives you access to money-saving benefits like special group rates on car insurance, cell phone plans, financial products, and more, but an AMAC membership also gets you a great bi-monthly magazine filled with content and analysis not available anywhere else. AMAC gives you what the mainstream media won't, the truth. If you care about our future as much as me, then join AMAC today. You know those other out They're no good. AMAC is with us. Help them fight for individual liberty. You believe in that? Free speech, freedom of religion, free markets, a solvent nation? Those are the values we hold dear and AMAC will fight for. Over 2 million people have joined AMAC. I encourage you to stand with them by joining AMAC today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C.us. The benefits are great. The cause is even greater and more important. AMAC.us. AMAC is better, better for you, better for America. All right, Joe. Let's go. Here we go, brother. All right, this is important. So... I know we've been covering this over the last few days, but I can't emphasize this in strong enough terms. Ladies and gentlemen, what started with an incident of grotesque police behavior with George Floyd and some subsequent protests has morphed into something entirely different now, ladies and gentlemen. This is not about statues. This is not about Mr. Floyd. This is not about masks in public. This is not about facts anymore. This is about raw, unadulterated power and intimidation right now. Power is a tool. Intimidation is a tool to advance a social change you want. There are other tools, democracy, getting elected to Congress, the Senate, the presidency, a local delegate spot where you can vote on things that will change things, some for the better, many for the worse when government gets involved. There are many tools in a social change toolbox. Social change we've always desired, liberty-loving conservative patriots, are changes that advance the cause of individual liberty and protect us against predations by others, violations of our rights. That's not the change the left is looking for. They are the ones attempting to violate others' rights, violate their property rights by looting, tearing down public statues you paid for violate their right to life and liberty itself by attacking people in the streets who disagree with them. They're even attacking progressive lawmakers now. Do you see this case in Wisconsin? A progressive Democrat lawmaker shows up at a scene filming it. They beat the snot out of him. I think he has a concussion now. It's not about statues anymore. Oh, it's about the Confederacy. Really? 
They're tearing down statues of abolitionists. This is about one thing. It's about power and showing you who is in charge. Intimidation is a tool. It doesn't matter who you vote for. If the people you vote for are all going to use their police powers of the state to take away your civil liberties and your money and your health care and everything else, intimidation is a tool and intimidation is power. I wish it weren't, but it is. I took a note this morning. If you don't believe me that intimidation is power, power, I mean actual, not tangible in the sense that you can touch it, but you can certainly feel it. It, you can, it is a feelable, almost palpable power. You know it. You know it when you curb your speech. You know it when you're afraid to say something in public you know is true. You know it when you're afraid you're going to be able to keep your job if you put a Trump sticker on your, on your uh, car and you drive into your company garage. That's power. That's real power. Intimidation is power. And I summed it up by taking this note this morning. If you don't believe me, you have to ask yourself right now, if you don't believe intimidation and what they're doing right now, the radical left to you is power. Ask yourself, who's really in charge? You know, if I may make a kind of silly but apropos pop culture reference, you ever see the movie The Dark Knight? Bane, that character Bane, Tom Hardy plays him. And there's this CEO of, uh, what is it, Bain Enterprises, really rich guy, but he's physically weak, but he's rich and powerful, and he's probably used to bossing people around. Bain's this, you know, warlord, monster-looking guy, but doesn't have any money or any wealth or anything like that. But he's taken over via this gang and intimidated people in the city through violence. And he grabs the CEO by the neck who's talking down to him because he didn't implement his plan as the CEO wanted it. And he grabs him by the neck and says, do you feel like you're in charge? You feel like you're in charge right now? You feel like you can go to your job and proudly slap a Trump-Pence bumper sticker on your car? I ask, answer honestly. Not what you think the right answer is. Answer what the real answer is. You feel like you can put in your Facebook, hey, you know what? President's not perfect. Either is the vice president, but I'm going to vote for them. You feel like you can do that without repercussions? Many of you, the answer is yes, but you're quietly knowing in the background what I'm telling you is right. You feel like you can write a letter to your kid's school protesting some you know, leftist history book by Howard Zinn they want to teach your kid without repercussions from other parents? You feel that way? You know, as Baines has the guy by the neck and he asks, do you feel like you're in charge? Do you feel like you're in charge right now? Sadly, the answer, many of you are nodding your heads in approval right now. The answer is he's right. Me. We're not in charge. So what do you do to fight back? Well, I have a few steps for you to show the left and everyone else who's really in charge. And why I mean who's really in charge, I don't mean this is going to be a battle of like who's got the bigger gang. I mean who is in charge to get back the rule of law and order, that law and order is in charge. There are steps to do that. This is not the walking dead. It's not like Negan versus Officer Rick's camp, Sheriff Rick, whatever his name was. Never watched that show in forever. This is about getting back to a level playing field using the Constitution and God-given protected rights through that Constitution to get back to law and order for everyone. Here's number one. Starts today. Please, I have begged you in the past. I'm begging you again. Stop donating money to liberal colleges out there if you went there. Please stop. Step one. Please. You are not helping. These liberal colleges are indoctrinating our kids and have become incubation factories for the next generation of radical activists that have no interest whatsoever in God-given rights and only have an interest. God-given rights and a constitution is power too in the toolbox, right? They're not in that toolbox. They're in a different toolbox. 
ripping down statues, violence, aggression, mob rule, social media mobbing, getting people fired. That's their toolbox. They're learning that on these liberal college campuses. Stop donating to them. Stop. Tell your college you will donate again. Listen, we have a lot of wealthy. We did a demographic study. We have a lot of wealthy listeners out there. At least if you te- if you were telling the truth out of state, which I'm sure you will, no reason to lie. It's anonymous. Please stop. Attach a dollar bill, a staple it to a letter, and say it's the last dollar bill you're ever going to get until we start getting some ideological diversity in the hires on your campus. Stop today. No more. We're feeding this. Number two, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen. Spend your entertainment dollars wisely. I'm not a big fan of boycotts, but I'm sorry, folks. I think even I was fighting yesterday's battle, and I think it's time to wake up. These people in the entertainment community, folks, have a lot of power. Don't downplay it. Their cultural influence powers on our kids are overwhelming. Singers, artists, songwriters, actors, directors, they have immense cultural power. You ignore it at your own barrel. Please. Add to your do not spend money on list broadly when these people attack our values. I have no, let me be clear on this too. I have no problem with people in Hollywood being liberal. I have every problem in the world with them attacking us for having an alternative view and a view that believes in liberty and freedom because that's not what liberalism stands for. You attack us, my wallet is closed. Save your money, step three. What does that mean? I was talking to a friend of mine who listens to the show the other day. He's in the Hollywood community and asked me the same question. I said to him, you have to say, what does saving money have to do with any of this? Folks, it's important. We do it here, not just because we save money because we, you know, we're rather frugal, but we have made our show immune to boycotts. You can't boycott us all you want. I don't care. We have saved enough money here that we will be fine. You can do it. We're willing to take that fight. You boycott us because that's what they like to do. They are engaging in economic warfare with these boycotts. If you are a conservative afraid to put a Trump sticker on your car and park at your business because you're afraid locals will boycott you, if you have enough money, you're tr- believe me, those conservative reporters, uh, conservative uh, patrons, excuse me, will show up eventually. If you can weather a couple weeks or a couple months and you have enough of a savings to do it, you'll be back in this fight. We've done it here. We've been engaged in a lot of fights behind the scenes. I don't disclose on the show because I don't want to waste your time about my personal issues here with him. But we've done this a ton. Joe knows exactly what I'm talking about. So does Paula. We're doing it here. I'm not speaking with forked tongue. I left my job in the Secret Service, left my pension and everything to go run for office in a race we had no chance of winning because I believed in something. And I know you do too. You all have that same strength and greater. Save your money if you own a business. Save it to give yourself a cash buffer so when the boycotts come for you, because they're coming for you, you can weather the storm until those liberty lovers, Trump supporters, and other MAGA crowds show up to save the day. They will. They always do. But you have to be able to weather the storm. Vote. Simple one. You got to vote. And you got to register everyone. My daughter's turning 18 soon. We had this conversation yesterday. Vote. You have to vote and register everybody you know. You can't tell them a party to register for. That's illegal. But you can register people. Show up at gun shows. Show up at uh, Republican meetings. Register everyone. Everyone. Folks, there's nothing more disturbing to me. And I was filling in a radio station in Washington, D.C. once. WMAL. And a guy called, I tell this story a lot because it's important because it shows the disparity between what people think they're doing and what they're actually doing. The guy called and was furious. And on the air, he kind of hinted like, there's going to be violence soon, like he was going to do it. And I said, sir, let me get this straight. On the continuum of action items you can do in your toolbox to change things for the better, you've jumped to level 10 violence. What's level one? Level one is, do you even vote? He said, yes, I vote. So I asked him a simple question. It's not a joke. I asked him on the air. I said to him, who's your local delegate? He didn't even know. He had no idea. The point is, I'm not knocking this guy, uh, you know, for not knowing the delegate. I'm knocking him because he wants to jump to violence. You don't even, do you even know who your delegate is? Have you emailed him ever? Do you know who your congressman is? This is important. This is critical stuff. You should know them because you should be emailing them once a week. They work for you. It's not a slogan. 
Vote. Know your representatives. Register everyone around you. Join your local Republican club, conservative club, Tea Party group, libertarian group, whatever. There's no excuse not to. Listen, just again, a point of personal privilege. It was super uncomfortable for me the first time. What was it, Paula, 10 years ago? Easily 10 years ago. No, it was 2008 when Obama got elected. It was super awkward for me to show up at the local elephant club in Severna Park, where I used to live in Maryland. They had about 25 members. But I knew it was time after Barack Obama got elected to stand up and do something. The average age of that group was probably 80. I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. I'm not a whole thing older. I'm just telling you. That was the average age. It was probably 80. I, at the time, was, I don't know, 30, something. I don't know. Who knows? I was young. And when I walked in, I remember all the heads turning like, who's this guy? They hadn't had a new member in probably, you know, a year or two. I showed up to that group every single day. That's how I got my start in politics. I'm telling you right now, without that Severna Park Elephant Club, it was a Republican club. I would not be here today and this show would not exist. I'm not kidding. You got to go, folks. You got to take the time. You got to do it. You have to do it. There is power in that power toolbox in collective action. It's not just some like Marxist talking point. Collectivism. You know what? Collectivism in the economics absolutely is a horror show. Collective action in politics matters. There's power in numbers. There's insulation from the mob in numbers. But you're never going to find those numbers in your living room. Get to those clubs and join them today. Today. One more thing. I said it before. You got to email your representatives, folks. You have to. No form emails. They junk those. They don't mean anything. Email your reps today about everything you're concerned about. Tell them you're going to vote. Your family's going to vote. Tell them your household has five registered voters that plan on showing up in a primary. I promise you they'll listen. But they can't listen to what you never say. Folks, we got to fight back. I have to tell you, I'm, I don't want to unnecessarily induce upon you any unneeded anxiety. That's not the purpose of the show. But the purpose of the show is to inform you. You know that line like, you know, this is what keeps me up. And we hear that line all the time. I'm sure Joe's heard it a million times in his life. This is what keeps me up. And I'm not kidding when I tell you, my wife and I both have literally lost sleep. I'm not exactly, I mean, it's not like five, six hours, but a couple hours of sleep at night, sitting there talking at night about where we are right now. Folks, I'm really concerned. If we don't stand up now and start taking that action and those action items I just talked about and do something, I can't tell you with a straight face what tomorrow is going to bring anymore. Things I thought were never possible. Widespread looting, riots in front of your house already happened to us. Once chaos sets in, it's hard to get order back. Now's the time to stand up. All right, showing you the other side. I'm going to get to my second sponsor here, but I want to go through some video here uh, in this next segment showing you how the other side is the media. The media has power. The media has barrels full of ink and massive numbers of eyeballs. They are on the other side of the truth, and they are doing this to instigate unrest here in the United States. It's, it's just obvious now, and I'll tell you how to fight back against them. All right, today's show also brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. Excuse me. With all the uncertainty in the world, feeling safe at home has never been more important. We have Simply Safe here. Uh, my my uh, prior line of work was security. I picked Simply Safe for my house. We love it because it's easy to use and it works and it works really well. They're longtime friends of the uh, Dan Bongino show here, and for good reason. Simply Safe makes it super easy to get comprehensive protection for your home. It took Paul about an hour and a half. Yes, she set it up. She's actually handier than me. Um, in an hour and a half, I'm not kidding. No technician or salesperson needs to come out and disrupt your house. None. You don't need to pay outrageous monthly fees or sign any contracts or, you know, two-year contracts and all that stuff. Just order it online. Set it up yourself in under an hour. Your home is protected 24-7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins, fire, and more. All for just 50 cents a day. Five, zero. 50 cents a day. And we're not the only fans of Simply Safe. U.S. News & World Report named Simply Safe the best overall home security of 2020. We have it here. Right now, when you head to simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino, my listeners will get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. That's Simply Safe, S I M P L I 
S-A-F-E.com slash Dan Bongino to make sure they'll know our show sent you. We appreciate that. From Simply Safe and all of us here wishing you safety and good health. Again, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Okay. So, folks, I keep highlighting these media stories to show you what the truth is so you understand when we're going into these ideological fights with our friends on Facebook, uh, our, our liberal friends out there trying to take us down. I use that term friends loosely. We have the ammunition to fight back. Why did I, you may be asking yourselves, if you're relatively new listeners, if you're older listeners, you'll know the answer to this question. You may be saying, gosh, kind of strange that the Dan Bongino show, which covers the news of the day, did not address the Bubba Wallace NASCAR news story. Well, if you're a regular listener, you know why I didn't do that. I didn't address the story because I was following the Bongino rule, which is on any story like this that is uh, has a racial overtone to it, Wait 24 to 72 hours for the truth to come out. Sometimes the truth is the initial story, and sometimes that's devastating. But on stories like this, we do not discuss them until the facts and the investigation come in because they're almost guaranteed to be debunked, which the Bubba Wallace, who is a NASCAR driver, who claimed to find a noose in his garage at a NASCAR event. When he said this story, I told my wife, did I not, Paula, give it a few days and I promise you this story will be shown to be inaccurate. So just some background. If you missed it, I'm not a NASCAR follower, fan, but Bubba Wallace is well, the apparently the only uh, a black American on the NASCAR circuit right now, the major NASCAR surf, circuit, Bubba Wallace. So he claimed they went in a garage and one of his crew members saw a noose hanging from the garage. Okay. So here is a media montage. Was this, who is this? This Grabian? This is Grabian. This is Hat Tip the Great, Tom yeah. S. Elliott. We love Tom on Grabian. Thank you, Joe. Here is a montage of the media before anyone even investigated if there was an actual noose hanging in a black NASCAR driver's garage. Nobody investigated this. It was just based on claims. Here's the media. They're absolutely sure this is true. Check this out. NASCAR is investigating a horrible incident. A horrifying, racist, jarring, disturbing, heinous, perverted, ugly, cowardly, dreadful, hateful, stunning, shocking, appalling, disgusting reminder of who, again, this sport is for. A noose found in the garage stall of Bubba Wallace. Obviously, this is completely appalling, but do you think it's surprising? No, it's not surprising at all. And NASCAR is often considered a sport that is tethered to white folk, tethered to the South. The Confederate flag in a sport that is overwhelmingly white and certainly dominant among Southerners. The NASCAR has been trying to somewhat move away from it. And I say somewhat in kind of air quotes. They were going to remove Confederate imagery. Uh, to think that that's going to happen in a span of two weeks after all that NASCAR has, has been for all of its existence. Um, is foolish. <laughs> I mean, my cynicism and sadness is that it's just not shocking to anybody. As much as NASCAR may try to distance itself from that, it's a living, breathing part of their sport. We need to understand that racism continues to be the underbelly of American society. I mean, that th this happens in the year 2020 is just beyond belief. Let's just remember that until the last two weeks, NASCAR endorsed and embraced this sort of of performative racism week in and week out by embracing and wrapping itself in the Confederate flag. Again, hat tip Tom Elliott at Grabian, which is really terrific. Um, folks, how did I open up the show? It's not about statues. It's not about police reform. It's not about George Floyd. It's not about masks. And I said, it's not about facts. There was our media. Their own, you had one job. You know that line on social media, you had one job? It's used as a joke when people fail at things and it's their only job. It's like going into a Starbucks and asking a barista for coffee and they give you a donut. Like you had one job as a barista to do the whole like coffee thing. You know, that's what you do. Well, you had one job in the media. Reporting facts, which you blew again. So the FBI sent a staggering 15 agents, 15, 15 agents, wow, to investigate this alleged noose in the garage. 
Here we see at the Washington Examiner, of course, which will be up in the show notes. Uh, FBI, no hate crime committed in NASCAR incident. Noose may have been in Bubba Wallace's stall since October. Noose, otherwise known, ladies and gentlemen, as a garage pull. We're calling those nooses now? Folks, just to be clear, so I stay away from the social media mob and cancel culture on this one. There is a rope in my garage on one of the stalls. It disconnects the garage when the power goes out. It's not a noose. Okay? we There's no racial connotation to it. It is literally a red rope. It, that doesn't mean I'm a communist either. See, conservatives don't do that stuff. He's got a red rope and he's going communist. It is a with a handle. Now, the rope in Bubba Wallace's garage was, was tied into a handle, which they are now calling a noose. Oh, my gosh. What did I tell you opening in the show? Opening up, it's not about facts anymore. We are living in a post-facts world. Why? Why? Because intimidation and mob rule is power. And when they can say, look, you conservatives are supporting a racist country to the core, the United States, you can't even have a black driver in NASCAR, there's a noose in his garage. When that works for them, that intimidates people into silence. That's real power. Now, you'd think the media would be embarrassed by the story. Bubba Wallace, too. Who I gave a pass because he's he didn't allege he saw it. It was someone in his crew, and he said he was backing up. He gets no more passes now because now he had the opportunity to do the right thing, Bubba Wallace, and say, listen, it was a mistake. Whoever hung this rope, which I'll show you a photo of, by the way, in a minute after I play this clip, has been there since before Bubba Wallace ever went into that garage, and nobody knew he was going to have that garage, by the way. It's been there since 2019 at least. He had the opportunity to do the right thing, Bubba Wallace. And instead of doing the right thing, he did the easy thing, which is to go on CNN, where you know they love racial animus stories and hoaxes. I mean, it's CNN. That's all they do is hoaxes. The Collusion Hoax Network, the Juicy Small A Network, the Covington Kids Network. So he goes on there with Don Lemon. <laughs> Don, it's hilarious, Don Lemon. He goes on with Don Lemon, Bubba Wallace, and you'd think he'd say, listen, my mistake, the FBI came in. It was really just a garage pull for the door with a handle on it. Nope, not Bubba. Here's Bubba's comments. Check this out. I've uh, I've been racing all my life. I've, we've, we've raced out of hundreds of garages that uh, never had garage pools like that. So people that want to call it a garage pool and put out old videos and photos of, of, of knots being... Um, in, uh, in, in, in their, as their evidence, go ahead. But from the evidence that we have, um, that I have, uh, it's a straight up noose. The FBI has stated it was a noose over and over again. NASCAR leadership has stated that it was a noose. I can confirm that I actually got evidence of what was hanging in my garage over my car around my picker guys to confirm that it was a noose and never seen anything like it. Guy's never seen a rope to pull a garage closed. He's never, he's never. So just to be clear, we're living in such a non-fact-based civilization now that anyone who has a rope or anything that looks like a rope or anything resembling a rope or a lengthy structure made of fabric, if you hang it from anything to do anything, you have to be worried now that people like Bubba Wallace will accuse you of being a racist and forming a noose. You know, that's interesting because there's a fan in my house and everybody always asks. It has like two belt straps on it. Right, Paula? Everybody always asks about this fan. It's not out. We bought We bought the cancel culture. We bought the house from someone else. I didn't install the fan. I didn't install it. There is a leather strap on both sides. I don't know what it's for. Nobody else does either. Every, if you've been in my house, you've probably seen it. They're like, what the hell are the bands up there for? I don't. They're not nooses. I don't know. I did. I didn't buy them. I don't know what they're. They're not fashioned into any kind of a thing. But I. This is cancel culture. Let's see. I could see it now. I was in Dan Bongino's house. He has bell strap. That could be a noose. Anything now is a noose. Of course, we had the situation last week too. I didn't cover the story, but you had a black gentleman who put 
a rope hanging from a tree and fashioned a loop in it at the end. Noose in town, noose alert, what happened? Man came on camera and said, it's not a noose, you morons. I was trying to put a swing together for the kids so they had something to swing on. (sighs) We're at the point now, if you have a rope anywhere in your house used for anything, to tie down your boat, you better be careful you tie a knot that doesn't look like anything or you will be accused and fired from your job and humiliated on social media because your neighbor will accuse you of being a racist. Please tell me I'm, tell me I'm exaggerating that, please. Please tell me I'm exaggerating it. A black man puts up a rope for kids to swing from. He gets accused of fashioning a noose. They put a garage pole. By the way, here's the photo. That's been sitting there. Hat tip Mark Dice for this photo, by the way. Look at the big red arrow if you're watching us on YouTube. There it is right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's been there since 2019. Before Bubba Wallace was ever even assigned that garage. There it is. It's a rope with a knot at the end. But again, when you live in a post-facts world, you have to be terrified of everything, including using a rope, a chain, or anything like that, out of fear that someone will accuse you of being a hardcore racist. This is unbelievable, folks. This is unbelievable. It really is. We are living in a society so obsessed with division and fostered by our media that they will literally search out people to seek and destroy because there's a rope in their garage to pull the garage shut. Bubba Wallace should be ashamed of himself. He really should. He had the opportunity to come out yesterday and save and salvage his reputation and say, listen, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen, I get a lot of your emails back. There were other people emailing me in defense of Brett Favre the other day. Great. You're entitled to your opinion. Our email's out there. You can check it out all you want. I like your feedback. Sorry. You, if you have a public, if you have a public forum, like I do, you have to choose your words carefully. I do it all the time. They didn't do that. Favre didn't do it when he was talking about Pat Tillman. And Bubba Wallace had the opportunity yesterday to significantly heal some of this country's division. And he did nothing but pour salt in the wound. Now, it gets worse. Not even done with this media segment. How do we fight back? We're doing it now. A lot of these liberal outlets, uh, listen, I don't wish layoffs on anyone. I want to be clear. Because a lot of these people that work at the New York Times and Washington Post, a lot of these people are just, straight up Americans who are there doing their job. They're not all writers. Some of them are ad execs. And I'm really, I'm not kidding. I don't wish layoffs on anyone, even my liberal ideological opponents. That's a hard thing. Having said that, I don't support these outlets and I encourage you not to either, not to click on any of their garbage. And we're seeing it now. The media, the liberal media are garbage people. The people writing these stories, they're horrible. And people are tuning out. Look at this story, justthenews.com, John Solomon's site. It says does actual real news. Up in the show notes. Store this one. Bongino.com slash newsletter. That's our show notes. Sign up right there. Send you these every day. Gallup study. Media ranks dead last in public trust. Last. Dead last. Last. Top. Bottom. Top. Bottom. Not middle. Bottom. What does it say about how awful of a person you are and how terrible of a job you're actually doing? What does that say about you to the liberal media hacks that watch my show? I know you watch. Oh, I know you do. I know you love it. What does it say about you that your only job is to report to the American people Facts you verified so that they can make their own decisions about the important policy issues of the day. That's your only job. And when asked about who they trust, you rank dead last. Last. How humiliating. Listen, we, I'm going I'm to put the poll up in a minute. But think about it. Put this in perspective, right? Imagine I took a poll of audio engineers and podcast producers out there and said to industry folks, hey, you guys all work together. Can you tell me who the best 
podcast producer, cleanest sounding show is. And we took a poll. Can you imagine if Armacost was dead last out of like 500 podcast producers? Wouldn't we say he's not, he's first in my book. I'm just saying for it. Cause we use Joe for everything. Poor guy, poor guy. Imagine Armacost out of 500 podcasts was dead last. Wouldn't you say, I'm not hiring Armacost? Of course, he's number one. That's why everybody <laughs> loves him and wants him. But we got him. And he's free to go else and do his thing. We don't keep Joe. We don't keep Joe locked up. Mm-mm. But wouldn't you be hesitant to use Joe if he ranked dead last? They're like, if this show on Apple Podcasts or elsewhere you know, they have the rankings. And even with the trolls, I think we're like four and a half out of five stars. Because always trolls. Dan Bongino's the worst. Yeah. He hates people. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know. If our show was consistently getting zero stars, wouldn't you stay away? Look at this poll. They're dead la- last. Meaning there's no, do you understand what dead last means? Meaning there's nobody below them. Do you, this is their approval. Hospitals were rated the best. Who do you trust? News media, last. Dead, but this Joe, are you watching this on the screen? Yeah. If you're missing this on YouTube, Joe knows where I'm going with this. Who's mm-hmm. on top of them on the media? Don't even say, don't ruin it for the audio listeners. Okay. You YouTubers watching me, youtube.com slash Bongino. You can already cheat. <laughs> oh my, keep this up. This is hilarious. To all our audio listeners out there. <laughs> Who do people trust more than the news media? Congress. Congress is above the news media by seven points. <laughs> Congress, seven, seven points. Or if Joe Biden was doing it, seven points. Seven points in Congress. In Congress. The biggest congregations of losers anywhere in the country in Congress. Absent a few good ones, I must say. Love Jim Jordan. Good job by uh, Massey and others yesterday. But outside of that, 90% losers. People trust Congress more than the news media. How awful are you? The stench emanating from the New York Times building and the Washington Post. The stench is overwhelming. Nobody believes you. And you would think, Joe, right? In an honest world where Mm -hmm. people cared about the truth, the media would be like, hey, um, we got a trust problem. Uh, We're supposed to be giving people the truth, right? And people trust Congress more than us. No, 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 no. There is not one honest moment of self-reflection going on. As Paula has said to me the last two nights in a row, I'm not kidding. We've been losing sleep over this. Not for other reasons. That's date night on the weekends. This is for real reasons. Well, that's real too. But this is for real anxiety-inducing reasons. She has said to me for the last, she's given me the look. The last two nights, she said, aren't they embarrassed? You know, like that Sebastian Maniscalco, aren't you embarrassed? They're not. No. They don't care. No. They don't care. They're not embarrassed. They're not going to change. They are about a pure power play using their ink by the barrel to write stories to intimidate you to advance their ideological goals. They're not embarrassed at all. None of these people will apologize for the Bubba Wallace hoax. Not one. Ain't going to happen. Now, showing you how the public is already fighting back. You're not clicking on their stuff. You're largely ignoring their nonsense because you know it's not actual journalism. People in the past, Joe, would you agree? You're a little older than me. But wouldn't you agree? I know when I grew up, I'm 45. If you saw a camera of like a local news reporter, Uh there was like an aura around that, right? Oh, yeah. They were like deities. Yeah, they were. Right? Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Nobody was like, oh, look, these liberal jerks. I I mean, when I was a kid, you saw a camera at WABC or Mm -hmm. uh, WCBS where I grew up in New York. I mean, really, you just were like, wow, this is so cool. Like I talked to, uh, was it Ernie Anastas who worked at, I think he was like NBC or whatever. This is so cool. They had this aura around them. All gone. The media is, you are fighting back. The media is totally ruined that. Ladies and gentlemen, most Americans right now interested in civility, reason, effects, don't give a rat's rotten caboose about the media anymore. You want to see a great clip? This is an MSNBC loser. He's at a Trump rally in Arizona. Meanwhile, the MSNBC, who couldn't have cared a, a hoot about transmission of the virus at protests, and, and riots, they they didn't care at all. They were like, no, no, the virus doesn't do those protests. It only does Trump protests. You know, it thinks the virus, according to MSNBC, because they're morons. So they go to these two Trump supporters at the rally 
And they're like, why aren't you guys wearing a mask? <laughs> you know, MSNBC, holy, <laughs> didn't care about holier than now. Didn't care about that. Throwing the parts. Listen to these two. I love these two. They're like, hey, how about you take that and just ram it up your caboose? This is great. No respect at all for these idiots. Check this out. Um, but what are they saying about precisely why they're not wearing a mask? Do you mind if I ask you guys, why not wear a mask? It's not about the mask. It's about the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy that it is okay for tens of thousands of people to go and riot, to go and protest. But you cannot have a group of thousands or I don't know how many people are, are here. But this is not okay. Are you concerned about your guys' own health? And that I am not why don't you cover the protesters and ask why they aren't wearing a mask? Yeah. Why didn't you do that? The protesters at those events are wearing Mask. I'm asking What's you that? guys. I'm asking you guys. I'm asking you a question. Why don't you I'm ask asking you? I'm asking you a question. You ask a great number of folks why they were I'm not wearing masks. Why aren't they wearing a mask? Then why isn't the liberal news media focusing on them not wearing a mask? Could I ask you, sir? Why not you yourself? I'm asking you a question. You didn't answer my question. Okay, answer my question first. Would you like to offer? I mean, does it concern you here? Okay. No, it does not concern. Why not? Because we've had okay. this virus in the states for how long? Do you think that you really haven't come across somebody who hasn't had it in prize? Who I don't know you, I don't know the woman or the man, but thank you. <laughs> yes. The days of seeing that camera, as yeah. Joe and I just acknowledged when we were younger, was like, oh my gosh, media, all gone. All gone. They don't deserve your respect. They don't. When they're ready to do their jobs and stop promoting hoaxes, racial division, racial animus, hatred and everything else, maybe they'll get your respect. But that's not today. Paul, I'm going to have to go a little out of order on the Flynn thing because we've had some tremendous news. So just uh, be prepared. All right. Um, let me get to this other video here. Again, showing you the hypocrisy. Here's another MSNBC video. And just to be clear, I'm not messing with you. I don't support ever any kind of you know, layoffs and stuff. And I don't like that. I mean, people, you know, even people who work in Hollywood, I get emails all the time from Hollywood people who are like, Dan, the, you know, Foley artists and the lighting people, a lot of these people are conservatives. They're losing their jobs too because these other idiots at the forefront of Hollywood, these elitist actors and all that stuff. And just to be clear, I don't, I don't obviously support accosting media people either. I mean, that's obvious. I hate that we have to put disclaimers, but it's true. There's no place for that kind of nonsense. But just to show you how hypocritical and dopey a lot of these people are, some of these left-leaning MSNBC types, they quietly and some of them openly support these attacks on the police, you know, defund the police or, you know, police are the racists and stuff. This is an, an inch, really interesting clip here. Yeah, if, I'm going to have to talk through it for those of you on audio. But for those of you watching on YouTube, this is Andrea Mitchell. Uh, so who does that, Rush? Andrea Mitchell from MSNBC, <laughs> noted far-left activist pretending to be a journalist. She's out interviewing um, uh, uh, the, the delegate from D.C. And they're out on the Black Lives Matter defund the police street. I'm not kidding. The defund the police Black Lives Matter street in D.C. Doing an interview. And play this video. Okay, can I talk over this? Is that, will that work, Paula? Can I talk over? Yeah. All right. Play this video. I'm going to talk over it a little bit. Play it. Go ahead. All right. There you go. Oh, 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 oh. Look what happened. Wait, Listen, listen, listen. Listen. Oh, 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 no, no, what's happening right now? Oh, you're probably thinking if you're on it, what is happening? Oh, you're going to love this one. So, so Andrea Mitchell, she's out there on the street, again, uh, interviewing the D.C. delegate there. And a man in pink underwear, not kidding. Yeah. It's quite a set he has there. Of the underwear, I mean. Uh, Thank you. Runs up and they... And attacks the two of them. There's security there on the screen. Reacts a little late, but post-attack, grabs underwear 
pink underwear, man. And the first response from Andrea Mitchell and the MSNBC, we don't really like the police network, is where are the police when you need them? Gee, I don't know, Andrea. I'm not sure. I thought we were defunding them and they're horrible racists and they're hunting down people in the street. And you're on the defund the police, Black Lives Matter, you know, the Black Lives Matter, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon group, the Marxists. You know, the what do we want dead cops? When do we want them now group? Maybe you should have thought that through. She literally says after she's jumped, youtube.com slash Bongino if you want to see the video. When she's jumped by pink underwear wearing man, she literally says, where are the police when you need them? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe the defund the police, the police are racist. Maybe we should get rid of the police movement. Maybe that doesn't correspond exactly to when you're, when the hits the fan for you, to your whole, where are the police when you need them? The answer is the police are there when you need them, but you said you didn't need them. Defund them. They're all horrible. They're racist. They show up to a scene. They create problems. But when it's your butt on the line, all of a sudden you clamor for the police. Total frauds. All right, I got one more clip. I want to get to my last sponsor today. I also got to get to Flynn because it's been a big, big news day on Mike Flynn. The case is dropped. I know Joe didn't know it because the case is dropped. Wow. You knew it? How did you know it? You got it? Were you going to tell me? Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Bongino Report. There you go. See? BonginoReport.com, your conservative alternative to drudge. We, there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's show are finally brought to you by our friends at Omax. Listen, living with chronic pain is horrendous. Many of my listeners probably have some type of pain preventing you from relaxing, sleeping, or doing other things like exercising. Perhaps it's ongoing and it hasn't improved. Enter Omax Health. If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain like I was immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFreeze CBD Roll-On. Developed, we, I gotta get this roll-on. This stuff is, the roll-on, I can't say enough about it. It's a roll-on, you know, like a deodorant roll-on, but it is cool menthol roll-on from Omax with CBD. It is I can't keep enough of these in my house. Omax, please send me more. My mother-in-law takes them. My wife uses it on her neck. I use it on my shoulder and my elbow, which doesn't move. The best part about it is 100% natural, CBD powered. It works its magic within 10 minutes. Um, for me, um, it's instant. That's what it says in the read. I'm telling you, when I put the roll-on on, you get that cool menthol with the CBD. Powers away for me in minutes. Lasts up to eight hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. Omax Health is offering my listeners... 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on. You're going to love this stuff. Send me your emails. I'm, I'm that sure you're going to love it if you're in pain right now. Free shipping too. Discount applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and our promo code Bongino. That's O-M-A-X health.com. Promo code Bongino. Get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. Anyone from athletes to grandma can benefit from this immediate pain relief. You have pain that won't go away? Qualify for Omax CryoFreeze. Simply roll it over the pain where it hurts and ice it out. CryoFreeze works within 10 minutes of application, improving your physical training, recovery, and performance. Go to omaxhealth.com and your code Bongino for 20% off CryoFreeze and site-wide. I'm telling you, this product's the real deal. This is the real deal. Go to omaxhealth.com and our promo code Bongino. Get 20% off site-wide. You're going to love it. All right. Good stuff. Tons of compliments about it. All right, one more um, media clip here. This is a good one. This again, how they're on the wrong side of facts. So that you know, the Chazistan, Chapelvania, wherever the you know the autonomous zone in <laughs> Seattle, where protesters are just taking over city and just declared like we're in charge. Remember what I asked you in the beginning of the show? Who who's in charge? Well, clearly the 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 choppers, the Chazers, Chazylvanians. I don't know. There it is. So here's a media, you know, it works for the media. By the way, they love to support it. Don't worry, it's all innocent. Here is a compilation. This is by the Media Research Center, about a minute long, of media reports on CHOP interdispersed with sound in the background of, you'll hear it. It's like, CHOP is really peaceful and wonderful. <laughs> Gunshots in the background of Chopalvania, Chopistan. Check this out. More media hypocrisy. 
all the people are here for each other. Like, yeah. We don't want any violence at all. Everybody over here. Everybody's peaceful, man. Has there been violence there? No, it's largely peaceful. Rapes, robberies, and all sorts of violent acts have been occurring in the area they were not able to get to. The Seattle Times is calling this an experiment in alternative community. So do I get a pass to get in there, or? Well, this space is right now held for just black folks. Oh, just black, okay. It feels like you're at a street festival, quite frankly. You have barbecues going on. There's hot dog stands. There's gardening taking place. The facts on the ground, Anna, indicate that this is an entirely peaceful situation. Whoa, no. You get back. You get back. You get back. You get back. So I'm a reporter. I'm a reporter. I have no idea. Where I, have no, is it? I don't know. I'm a reporter. I think that this has been the most peaceful week these streets have seen. There has been no issues of violence. It's very chill here. Oh. What's happening? You decide. You being told the truth? Of course not. Folks, this is astonishing news that broke today but astonishing don't worry miss paula i'm on this i'm literally pulling this up now and reading from my phone number one the court of appeals has now dismissed the case against flynn huge a major major victory people are saying it's a victory for trump listen forget the politics for a minute it's obviously a victory for general flynn who's now vindicated but forget all that is a victory for law and order and justice. I'm serious. This matters. This man was targeted by the biggest political scandal operators in modern American history who wanted to take down a three-star general for the simple act of opposing Barack Obama and joining the Trump team. This is a huge story. The judge tried to stop this. Now, Even more breaking news. I got a text yesterday from a friend, let's say, who said, I'm telling you right now, and I hate to, you know, bombshell and all that, whatever. I'm telling you right now that the notes about to be revealed in the Flynn case are, quote, stunning. And the person who texted me, you know who you are, is not prone to hyperbole or exaggeration. Short version of this. You know what, um, Paula, can you have the Catherine Herridge tweet? The teasing, and I'm sorry to throw this whole show out of order. I have to can everything today, folks. This is too important. Catherine Herridge tweeted this yesterday. She says, quote, the DOJ review uncovered more of Peter Stroke's notes. Quote, we believe the notes were taken between January 3rd and January 5th. They were under protective order. All right, come back to me. Long and short of it, the agent investigating Mike Flynn, Peter Stroke, for allegedly lying to the FBI about the call with the Russian ambassador. Some notes just Joe mysteriously turned up again. As I said, yesterday when they came out, they were under protective order. Mm -hmm. Someone intimately involved with this told me that the content is stunning. Now that the tease portion of the show is over, let me read to you a portion of what these notes say get ready for this joe i'm not kidding i'm not overselling this mm-hmm. paul you, you're the first time you're hearing this right get ready okay here we go from the court documents strokes notes believed to be of january 4th 2017 notes why is that date important folks Because that's the date the FBI tried to drop the case against Mike Flynn, January 4th, 2017, because they had no derogatory information on him about contact with the Russians. You following? Mm -hmm. So these are Peter Stroke, the guy investigating, who's trying to drop the case. These are his notes. It says the notes reveal that former President Obama, Jim Comey, Sally Yates, Joe Biden, And apparently Susan Rice discussed the transcript of Flynn's calls and how to proceed against him. Transcript of Flynn's call with the Russian ambassador Kislyak. (laughs) Mr. Obama himself 
directed that, quote, the right people investigate General Flynn. Joe bleeped this out. Holy Very sorry, buddy. You got to bleep that. That requires expletives sometimes. Can I read that again? Mr. Obama directed that, quote, the right people investigate General Flynn. Hat tip technofog, by the way. It's on my phone right there. I'm literally reading this right now. Mr. Obama directed that the right people investigate General Flynn. If that's not a bombshell, then the uh, word bombshell means nothing. There no, it is. gets worse, Joe, and I'm not done. Uh, worse? Yeah, I'm not even done. No, 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 it gets worse. Joe has not heard this. This is not a gag. Oh, this is not a game. No. We are, this was breaking today while we're doing this. That's why I went through all the other stuff first, because I didn't even plan on covering this story today till the end. This caused the, by the way, the comment that the right people should investigate Flynn by Obama says, this caused former FBI Director Comey to acknowledge the obvious. General Flynn's phone calls with Ambassador Kislyak, oh quote, appear legit. Ooh. I'm done. Show's over. I'm done. See yeah. ya. Have a nice day. Get this thing off. What? What? So just to be clear, the lead FBI investigator in the case, on the day he's trying to drop the case against Flynn, takes a bunch of handwritten notes, says that even though they wanted to drop the case, Obama personally directed that the, quote, right people investigate Flynn. And that caused Jim Comey to acknowledge that Flynn's phone call appeared legit. So in other words, for the liberal media morons watching, Barack Obama wanted to investigate a guy who had done absolutely nothing wrong and the FBI complied. Oh, we're not done. No, no, we're not done yet. Shockingly. According to Stroke's notes, it appears that Vice President Biden personally raised the idea of the Logan Act. <laughs> what? That, what's going on here? What? Stroke said Biden personally raised the idea of the, you know, the Logan Act. Yeah. The ridiculous, unconstitutional, fake crime that's never been prosecuted in the history of the United States ever, ever successfully, ever successfully, ever, that you can't talk to foreign leaders in disputes of the United States. Totally unconstitutional. Like I said, John Kerry'd be in jail if the Logan Act was real. So the idea of charging Flynn with a Logan Act violation was brought up by Biden. You know, the Democrat you know, soon to be the formal nominee for the, for the, for the president, president's presidency, that, that dude. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Same, same guy. One more line. That became an admitted pretext to investigate general Flynn. I'm to hold on. I'm just going to tweet this during the show. If you're following and I'm going to put this on my, uh, parlor too yeah here this is going out right now with an expletive in it and if you want to see it seriously mm-hmm. it's going out right now i am saving this because folks this is just this is stunning i have no words for what i just read to you everything we have told you everything i wrote in my book Everything I wrote in my three books now on this matter, everything we told you is true. Mess around a lot, some sarcasm, sometimes some humor, sometimes deadly serious stuff. This show's a roller coaster, even for me. I don't even know where it's going to go sometimes. This is sad. We now have handwritten notes from an FBI agent admitting that a three-star general was targeted by the President of the United States, his vice president, for a crime they totally, completely made up as a pretext to investigate him because he was their political opponent. There's no getting out of this anymore. Country's a mess. 
What a damn shame. I really feel for this guy. Total, complete vindication right now. All right, folks, I'm going to let that one stew. We're going to have to talk about it more tomorrow because the details of this were breaking as we went to air today. I gave you what you needed to know, um, but you stew on that too. Just the kind of country you want. President of the United States targeting his political opponents with fake investigations by the FBI. We now have handwritten notes verifying is this the kind of country you want? The answer, of course, is in the opening of the show. The answer for conservatives, of course, is hell no. The answer for liberals is, yes, this is exactly the country they want. They love political tyranny. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.